25 minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Monday. Back to school, back to work we go. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Wake up, Israel. Look around and you'll see. 
J.M. in the A.M. Good morning. Welcome to 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial and around the world on the web. It's J.M. in the A.M. dot O.R.G. It's a Monday on this March 24th, day 22 in the month of Adar 2, the year 5774. The Pesach Seder, three weeks from tonight. <laughs> that should not stop old man winter. <laughs> Just because Pesach is one of the latest Pesachs in recent memory, and because it's three weeks from tonight, does not mean that old man winter should let this winter go without at least one uh, last hurrah. 23 degrees, the wind chill at 15, 47% humidity, winds west at 6, partly cloudy, a high only 37. Tonight, partly cloudy, low 29. Here's what I mean by old man winter not letting go. Afternoon snow tomorrow, and then tomorrow night a possibility of one to three inches. You heard correctly. A chance of one to three inches of snow tomorrow night. High temperature tomorrow, 38 degrees. Yerushalayim is at 72, Tel Aviv at 70, Haifa at 68, and Eilat is at 83 degrees. We are 60 degrees cooler than that. <laughs> We're 23 with a wind chill of 15 here on a Monday as we head back to school and back to work with JM and the AM. Boy, oh boy. 
special guest from Manhattan Day School is going to be joining us today. They have an amazing dinner coming up on Sunday night with a couple of really interesting storylines. We'll do that in the uh, third hour this morning. Also, Ambassador Danny Ayalone, who is now part of the Yeshiva University faculty, he is going to be joining us by telephone at 8 o'clock this morning here at JM in the AM. We'll tell you a uh, couple of interesting things that he's doing at this moment. So he'll be joining us coming up here at JM in the AM. I want to take this opportunity to uh, congratulate all the honorees at the Kojo of Flatbush Breakfast. Uh, which has ended, yes. The Kojo of Flatbush uh, breakfast has come to its conclusion. I believe they had a total of 13 or 14 honorees yesterday morning. It was a pleasure being there. Uh, a massive crowd, a big yeshikach to, uh, uh, to, uh, Maish Zakheim, to Leon Goldenberg, to Larry Spivak, to, um, everybody who had a role in yesterday's, uh, very, very spirited breakfast. A very, very spirited breakfast. Uh, we say mazal tov to all the honorees from all of us here at JM and the AM. Also want to um, um, uh, wish mazal tov to uh, those who were honored at the Batach dinner last night, those who were honored at the Friends of Lubavitch of Bergen County dinner last night. A lot of great dinners around town last evening. A lot of wonderful honorees, and we say mazal tov from all of us here at JM and the AM. And, oh, I also want to congratulate TABC and their junior varsity uh, hockey team and Hafter and its varsity hockey team. They um, both were victorious yesterday in the Yeshiva League Hockey Finals. A special thank you to our friend and network member, Elliot Weiselberg, who at 8.30 last night got on a fresh edition of Court Report to get everybody, um, uh, not just up to date, but to give everybody a summary of what had happened during the day in the two championship games. So a big thank you to him. Uh, that obviously will be in the archive of court reports. You can hear that at any time. And I know a lot of people enjoyed it last night, hearing that report up to the minute. So a big yeshikach to him. 26 minutes before 7 o'clock, we say good morning at JM in the AM. We're at 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. And around the world on the web, jmtheam.org with Moshe David Weissman.
Oh, that's an unbelievable classic. Avram Avram Fried here at JM in the AM, Yerushalayim. We actually did it off of the um, Songs of Jerusalem CD, the National Council of Young Israel. Uh, released years ago. Uh, David Dardashti had Mikolo. You heard Moshe David Weissman with Simintov to open up that set. Monday morning, JM in the AM at 13 minutes before uh, 7 o'clock. Well, I was told that somebody out there had a special request for a Chazen Yassela Rosenblatt selection for this time on a Monday morning. So here we go. His Tzor Yisrael at JM in the AM.
demand Is it only fantasy? Sometimes one can't help but wonder Will it ever truly be? Some people keep on saying All is illusion and lies Why is it so hard to J.M. and the A.M. from Generation Redemption. Isaac Vitone and company with Here Comes a Time. Ari Boyanju at Ana Hashem. You heard the great Chazan Yasser Rosenblatt with Tzuri Yisrael off of Od Yosef Chai here at J.M. and the A.M. Monday morning and it's a cold one. <laughs> that uh, piece of news doesn't seem to change. 23 degrees, partly cloudy, and a high of 37. Maybe some snow tomorrow night. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Around the world on the web, jmnam.org. Do our news from Israel coming up. 
Ambassador Danny Ayalon, who's now at Yeshiva University, of an hour from now here at JM in the AM. Our friends in Manhattan Day School have a massive event coming up Sunday. We'll talk about that later on. I remind you, if you know somebody who's visually impaired who wants a, a large print Haggadah for the Pesach Seder, they should call 1-800-999-6476. Golly, it's all in the background. We'll do our news from Israel coming up and plenty more. Congratulations to both TABC and Hafter, JV and Varsity Hockey Champions crowned yesterday. We say Mazal Tov from all of us here at JM and the AM. And I thank Elliot Weiselberg, who got a fresh edition of Court Report on our network last night, right after both championship games. Kolakavod. Sarachek begins Thursday, the big basketball tournament up at YU. Got to start talking about that as well. Galitz Al Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m., 1 p.m. newscast for a Monday is next. Boker Tov from JM and the AM. תעלומת המטוס, שר התחבורה של מלזיה התקן בצהריים כי מטוס אוסטרלי זיהה שני עצמים בדרום האוקיינוס ההודי ועוניות החיפוש בדרך אליהם. Within פרשת השר והפקידה ג' חברתה של המתלוננת הסבירה בתוכניתנו עושים צהריים עם יעל דן מדוע היא בחרה לפנות למשטרה רק עכשיו ולא בזמן אמת לפני כ-15 שנה. היא די עשתה דילית על העניין הזה וכנראה המנגנון ההדחקה שלה היה מאוד מאוד חזק ואיפשר לה להמשיך הלאה. מצאה עבודות פה ושם, מעולם לא היו לה מערכות זוגיות כמו שצריך ולדעתי הוא דפק לה את החיים בעניין הזה. אוקראינה משיגה את כוחותיה מחצי האיקרים. כתבתנו נעמה ארטשיק. נשיא אוקראינה המכהן אלכסנדר טורצ'ינוב הודיע כי התקבלה החלטה להשיג את כוחות צבא אוקראינה מהאזור שנכבש על ידי רוסיה. ההחלטה מגיעה בעקבות איומים על חייהם ושלומם של החיילים המשרתים שם ומשפחותיהם, דברי טורצ'ינוב. הנשיא האוקראיני הודיע על המהלך בפרלמנט בקייב, הכולל פינוי של כלל הכוחות ובני משפחותיהם. המשטרה עצרה שני חשודים במעורבות ברצח הצעיר אמש באשדוד. כתבנו רמי שני מוסר שהם יובאו בהמשך, בהמשך היום להארכת מעצר. 
בתוך כך נעצרו היום שלושה תושבי הפזורה הבדואית בחשד שסחטו באיומים קבלנים ויזמים באתרי בנייה. כתבתנו שרון פולבר. בתום חקירה סמויה נעצרו החשודים שנהגו להציע לקבלנים שירותי שמירה על אתרי בנייה במחירים גבוהים. על פי החשד, משסירבו הקבלנים לקבל את הצעותיהם, הם היו מתפרצים לאתרי הבנייה, שודדים אותם ומאיימים על הקבלנים, עד שאלו נכנעו וסחרו את שירותם. השלושה המובאים בשעה זו בפני שופט וצפויים בפרשה מעצרים נוספים. התחזית ירידה קלה בטמפרטורות. אלה החדשות שעורך הדר שיפר.
J.M. in the A.M. That's Yehuda Green, of course, Hashivenu, uh, off of the Yearning CD. Shalshelis Jr. opened up the hour off their volume number two with Ronanu. J.M. in the A.M. Monday. Don't forget our community calendar online. Check it out. Head to the community calendar section of jmtheam.org, and you'll see some of the uh, amazing events that are going on in different parts of the community over the next couple of weeks. Check it out, and if you would like to... Um, Add something to our community calendar. Remember, it's a listener-controlled community calendar. All you got to do is uh, log on, community calendar section of jmnam.org, and add the event yourself. Simple as that. 23 degrees. It's cold out there, partly cloudy. The wind chill is at 15. Make sure you bundle up. Who thought we'd be saying this a week before the month of April? But that's what happens sometimes. Partly cloudy tonight with a low 21, and the possibility tomorrow night of some snow. They're talking about one to three inches possible in the New York City area. Unbelievable. 23 right now. It's a Monday at JM in the AM as we continue. Uh, 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. Diaspora did this selection at the Haas concert. It is perfect when we think that three weeks from tonight we'll be sitting down to the Seder. Lois Avosenu, Diaspora, JM in the AM.
on a Monday morning, Avramel with uh, Bench Bench and the Magical Evening with Avramel Volume 2, or I should say for the second consecutive year, is happening uh, Matzah Shabbos Cholomoy to Brooklyn College. 
It'll start at 10 minutes before 10 that evening. Last year it was a massive hit. And this magical evening with Avremel will uh, feature both Barry Weber and David Gabe, in addition to this Miro's Choir on Saturday Night Cholomoid at Brooklyn College. JewishTickets.com has all the information, including, of course, everything going on Cholomoid, uh, both at Brooklyn College and wherever else you might suspect that great Jewish music is going to be happening. Uh, go to JewishTickets.com, and they've got all the info, plus uh, the ability to purchase those tickets online. Before Avremel... You heard the uh, Aryeh Kunstler single that he introduced at our pre-Purim celebration. That's called Bitchu, Diaspora Had Lois Avosenu, as we get closer and closer to Seder night. Believe it or not, Seder night is three weeks from tonight. How do you like that? 23 degrees. It's cold out there with partly cloudy weather and a high temperature of 37. Or by David Goldwasser's words, here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We're going to be continuing today with our series on Tefillah. It says in the Varim, From there you will seek Hashem and you will find Him, if you search for Him with all your heart and all your soul. The Vilna Goyen notes that the Pasuk begins in Lashon Rabim, Uvikashtem, in the plural. It ends in the Lashon Yachid, Umatsasa, and you will find. Why? The going answers, this is based on the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah. Zehis this one prayed and was answered. Vezehis and the other one prayed and was not answered. What's the difference between the two tefillos? One had the proper kavana, the feeling and intention. However, the second one was mitzvah's anoshim milimoda. It was going through the motions but not putting one's heart into it. Therefore the Pasuk says, that there will be many who will daven to Hashem, but there will only be those who daven with kavana that will be answered. A Talmud of Rabbi Yehuda Asad was once traveling on the road between towns. He was accosted by a thief. The Talmud began to plead and beg for his life, but the murderer wouldn't listen to him. With this, the Talmud began to beg at least to be given the proper time to prepare to leave this world, just to say vidoy in Kriyashma. The murderer acquiesced and allowed him 15 minutes. The Talmud closed his eyes, and with great kavana, he began to say the Kriyashma. A few minutes later, he opened his eyes with great pachad, fear, because he knew that his end was near. However, to his great surprise, the murderer had vanished. The Talmud hurried back to his Rebbe in order to understand what had happened. Rebbe Yehuda Asad heard it and asked, Did you ever say Kriyashma with such hislavus, with such great enthusiasm in your entire life? Certainly not. You should know that in heaven they wanted to teach you an important lesson in Hilchus Kriyashma, in the way to say Shema, that a person is obligated to be mekabel upon himself, the Omachu Shamayim, the yoke of the heavenly kingdom, and to imagine as if this was the last time he would be Zoycha to say Kriyashma. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. 
Have a nice day. Jam in the AM on a Monday morning, 7.33, 27 minutes before 8 o'clock. Believe it or not, <laughs> I've said it about five times already this morning, believe it or not, three weeks from tonight is the Pesach Seder. And as we do every year, we remind you that our friends at the JBI Library have free large print Haggadahs for the visually impaired and the reading disabled. The only uh, the only catch is you got to call now. Don't wait, because if it gets too close to Pesach, they're not going to be able to get this on time to those who need it. Go to jbilibrary.org or dial 1-800-999-6476, 1-800-999-6476. Barry Polofsky is Production Circulation Manager at the JBI Library. Barry, good morning to you. Good morning, Malcolm. How are you? Nice to speak with you. And our friend Arlene Arf, who's, of course, a librarian at the JBI Library, joins us as well. Arlene, good morning. Good morning, Nachum, and thanks for having us back. A pleasure. The free large print Haggadahs. I know it's hard to believe, everybody. Is anything out there available for free? The answer is yes. The JBI Library, again, is offering for the visually impaired and reading disabled a free large print Haggadah. If anybody out there, uh, you, you yourself has a problem seeing, or if you have a family member or friend who might benefit from this, then obviously you should call. And Arlene, we encourage people to call, right? You're, you're ready to send out as many as necessary to give everybody a, a wonderful experience at the Seder. A hundred percent. I'm ready to send them out. You can call me. You can email me. And I'll be happy to get it out to you today. Uh, how does the JBI Library do it? How is it that they're able to provide this service free of charge and help so many people out there? Well, no, uh, okay, Arlene. Go ahead. There we go. Well, um... As you know, we're a not-for-profit organization, but but we get uh, we get help through many donations, and we have very passionate passionate staff and volunteers who uh, feel very strongly about helping the visually impaired, and especially around the Passover time. And we work very hard to get people the Haggadah that they need. I know that as more and more people find out about the JBI Library uh, work and everything that they provide, so obviously that would lead to more people contacting you. But I would also figure. That, you know, there's a, there's a segment of the population that's getting older. Uh, more and more people, most likely, I guess, are suffering from some type of uh, reading problem or find it more difficult to read. So do you see that more and more people are asking for this service? Yes, I do. I find a lot more people are asking. The other day, one of my classmates called up. I said, you made me feel alone. You know, you're having eye problems now. <laughs> oh, that must have been terrible. It was. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! When your own classmate calls up and says they need help for the visually impaired. By the way, um, Arlene Arf reminds us that this is not just a service that's provided uh, erev Pesach. Arlene, tell everybody some of the things that the JBI Library sends out to people in need. Well, we send out large pinsadurim, chumashim, uh, half Torah books. We do things in Braille. I have students that I do special Braille for. And I customize it for them. I had a little child who needed a machzor uh, for Rosh Hashanah, wow. so I customized it for everything that he wanted in Braille. We do. We have audio books that are. Um, there's a special tape recorder from the Library of Congress, which is free of charge, and you can order books. We are a library that we do everything through the mail, and you just call us up. Or you mail in a card, or you email us what books you want, and we'll be happy to send it out to you. It's amazing. And, Barry, we've said this every time, that if one person needs a specific textbook or a specific uh, holy book um, uh, done in Braille or you know customized to them, you have no problem doing it for them. 
Not at all. I'd be happy to do it. Unbelievable. Uh, all right. Here's the number. The only thing we remind everybody is that you got to call this number before the deadline, and the deadline is the first week of April. That's how they can make sure to get this uh, free large print Haggadah to those who need it for the Pesach Seder. You can call one 800 1-800-999-6476 or go to the web at jbilibrary.org, jbilibrary.org. Barry Polofsky is the production circulation manager at the JBI Library. Barry, are you uh, surprised at how this has grown over the years and how many people take advantage of the service? Well, uh, I am surprised, but yeah, I'm not surprised at the same time. Uh, it really has grown. Uh, last year we sent out over, over 1,400 wow. Agadis. And we hope to match that and do even more this year. But I think as more and more people find out about us and see the beautiful product that we provide them for free, that more and more people want it. And this year, in particular, on the large print Haggadah, the, the font is even bigger than usual. We, we, we're always working to make it better and, and larger as, as possible. And um, we're very pleased with the turnout so far, and we hope that this year is going to be a big one. All right. A lot of people are going to have a very nice Seder because of you guys, but you know that, right? We work at it very hard. That's yep. for sure, to say the least. Anything else you want to tell us, Barry, in terms of what's happening at the JBI Library? Well, as I already mentioned, we have lots of materials uh, across the gamut from Braille, large print, audio, um, you know, close to 9,000 uh, English titles. We have Hebrew titles. We've got titles in nine different languages. Wow. Uh, we have large print and Braille. And, and, again, if someone is blind and Passover is coming up, we do have many Haggadahs that can help them as well. Unbelievable. All right. Uh, the, it's very simple. Get in touch with the JBI library before the deadline and they can help you. It's as simple as that. 1-800-999-6476. 1-800-999-6476. You can log on, jbilibrary.org. They have all the information online. You can contact them through the website as well. I thank both of you and wish you both a very happy, healthy, and Zeeson Pesach. Thank you so much. I will say to you. Sure, go ahead, Arlene. Um, I just want to let you know that we our Haggadahs come in English Hebrew, Spanish Hebrew, Russian Hebrew, and French and Hebrew. Wow, you're not just English Hebrew. You're ready to help a lot of different folks out there. Oh yes, we are. Thank you very much, Arlene Arf is of course librarian at the JBI Library. Barry Polofsky, production circulation manager there. They both have joined us before, and again are encouraging everybody to take advantage of their service. They are begging people to take advantage of the service. And thank God uh, people are responding and getting the word out out there uh, that the uh, free large print Haggadahs are available. JBILibrary.org, 1-800-999-6476. This is JM in the AM.
Jam in the AM. I think that was originally done for Dudu Fisher, if I'm not mistaken. A uh, great Yossi Green composition entitled Me Adir here at JM in the AM. Uh, before that, Zevi Kaufman with Matovu. You heard Az Yashir done by the Shira Hadasha Boys Choir. And Kadesh Orchats, we spent a lot of time talking about the uh, Seder night this morning, especially as we were discussing the uh, large print Haggadahs. So I figured, hey... Let's get things started with a little uh, Seder music, Kadesh Orchatz. The Leil HaSeder is uh, three weeks away, three weeks from tonight, believe it or not. J.M. and A.M. at five minutes before 8 o'clock on this Monday. Ambassador Danny Ayalone, who's now uh, a faculty member up at Yeshiva University, is slated to join us in the next couple of minutes here at J.M. and the A.M. 
Speaking of Yeshiva University, I want to wish a mazel tov to all the musmachim. An amazing day yesterday up at Yeshiva University is Reitz, the Rabbi Isaac Alchanan Theological Seminary, uh, officially ordained or uh, celebrated the ordination of uh, hundreds of rabbis. We say mazel tov from all of us here at JM and the AM. Hey, there's plenty coming up on the stream today at jmtheam.org, including an amazing array of music. Don't forget, at 9 o'clock this morning, right after JM and the AM, Mayor Weingarten will interview author, Harvard Law School graduate, radio talk show host, and kippah-wearing Ben Shapiro. Hasbara highlights a compelling arguments for Israel in five minutes or less, which features the truth about the U.N., a newly released presentation by former Ambassador Danny Ayalon. And the Israel Show will debut great music from Udi Davidi's brand new album, and as always, a great mix of brand new and nostalgic Israeli music. Tune in right after JM and the AM today. Mayor presents another live edition of the Israel Show on the stream at jmtheam.org. Make sure to like the Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash the Israel Show. And again, Mayor will speak to a Ben Shapiro, who has made quite an impact out there in the media, and uh, he'll be his guest uh, during the show today. So that's uh, between 9 and 10 Eastern Time, right after JM and the AM this morning. Make sure to be tuned in at jmandam.org. Brand new from Yaakov Shweki.
J.M. in the A.M. Kolot. That's uh, actually the uh, CD is entitled Kolot. Atra Code is done by Yaakov Shweki, brand new from his recent release. It's a Monday morning, and this is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, and around the world on the web, jmnam.org. Well, moments ago I mentioned that coming up at 9 o'clock this morning, Mayor Weingarten on the uh, Israel show on our network is going to be uh, playing a piece by uh, Ambassador Danny Ayalon entitled The Truth About the U.N. And uh, you'll hear that between 9 and 10 this morning right after JM and the AM. Uh, uh, the United Nations and many other topics we could bring up with Ambassador Danny Ayalon, who's with us live via telephone. Uh, Ambassador Ayalon at uh, one time was the... Um, Deputy Foreign Minister of the State of Israel, served as uh, Prime Minister Sharon and Foreign... He was appointed by then Far, uh, Prime Minister Sharon and Foreign Minister Shimon Peres in 2002 as Israel's ambassador to the United States. And most recently, here on these shores, he has joined the faculty at Yeshiva University. Ambassador Danny Ayalon, welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you, Nachum. Boker Tov. Good Bok- morning to you. Boker Tov. What a pleasure to speak with you. And we will get to Yeshiva University and your current activities in a couple of minutes. I just wanted to ask you about some of the things that are going on in the uh, in the um, in the news uh, today, and most specifically, how does someone of your background, somebody who has served in the different uh, capacities of the Israeli government, view uh, yet another proposed prisoner? Release. We know that the prisoner releases have been painted as key to the continuation of peace discussions with the PA after uh, after the most recent ones. When you hear of another one being proposed, what are your thoughts? Well, uh, very disappointing. I'm uh, really uh, I'm seeing it in a very severe way. The way the fact that we are the ones who have to. Uh, Keep giving concessions in order to keep the Palestinians in the game and uh, in the negotiation is something which is totally flawed morally and I think also uh, politically. It seems like we need uh, this peace negotiation more than them, and this is not uh, the case. Uh, and the fact that uh, we need to release these uh, terrorists who uh, mostly uh, go back to the uh, terror uh, lives and continue to threaten uh, Jewish lives in Israel or all over the world. Uh, it is something which is, uh, again, very, very bad. I'm very uh, sorry that we even have uh, uh, to discuss it. But um, unfortunately, unfortunately, we see uh, Palestinian leadership, which is no different than uh, historic Palestinian leadership, successive Palestinian leaderships uh, throughout the years, that um, have not wanted to see peace, uh, that do not want compromise, uh, that do not uh, talk about uh, two states for two peoples, but only two states, and uh, also do not want to recognize Israel as the Jewish state, and certainly do not want to uh, compromise on any of the other issues. And uh, this is something which uh, I don't think is going to lead anywhere, unfortunately, and we will have to... uh, keep being strong, and uh, the most important thing of our time is that uh, the Jewish people, after 2,000 years, that uh, today we have the capability to defend ourselves by ourselves, but this is not enough. We have to have the will to defend ourselves by ourselves, and um, I'm sure that uh, the Israeli people will know how to do it. Ambassador Denny, I alone with us. So in your capacities 
and all the different uh, prominent positions that you have held in the Israeli government, and especially vis-a-vis its relationship with the United States. Uh, were you actively involved in what we call the peace process, the talks and negotiations, and and how difficult is it for someone with your political orientation, with what you just described, to actually sit at that table? Well, sometimes it's difficult, it's uh, frustrating. Um, I was there at uh, Y Plantation when, with the Prime Minister Netanyahu. I was there at Kim David with Prime Minister uh, um, um, uh, Ehud Barak, uh, and of course uh, with the roadmap uh, with Prime Minister um, uh, Ariel Sharon. Right. Well, it, it is frustrating because uh, the more concessions you give to the Palestinians, uh, the hardened their position is. They do not give any counter offers, and they just uh, keep waiting for concessions uh, from us. So I think it is time to really maybe change the um, the strategy and not talk about a uh, final status agreement, which I don't think they are ready for, but to talk about a long-term uh, interim. And with a long-term interim, it's a win-win for everyone. Right. Uh, you know, it's interesting. I mentioned that uh, later on. On our network, uh, one of my colleagues is going to be presenting what you call the truth about the United Nations. And you, you actually have an institute entitled The Truth About Israel, correct? Yeah. Absolutely. Right. I decided that uh, the truth has to be told. Unfortunately, the government of Israel was not capable, for, for many reasons, uh, lack of funds, uh, uh, heavy bureaucracy, to really defend ourselves. Right. And today... The crux is in the political warfare. Right. And I, yeah, I uh, meant... I, we won the military war, right. so the Palestinians understand our vulnerability in the PR and, and uh, advocacy, and this is where they attack us, and this is where we have to defend ourselves. I mention it because we, we now see what's happening around Israel, uh, whether we talk about Syria, Iran, we mention the, uh, obviously the um, uh, situation with Russia at the moment and uh, what is described as at least a chilly relationship, if not a complete Cold War going on between the U.S. and Russia at this point. And it must be, I don't know if the word is shocking, but it must be interesting for you to observe how the U.N. in so many cases remains completely silent about so many of these issues geopolitically, while when it comes to Israel, they're ready to speak up. Correct. And uh, what really instigated and prompted me to do the truth about the U.N. is because people who are not in the know, and I don't expect them to, um, you know, the, the, the silent majority all over the world, they think the U.N. is a universal organization, you know, which is uh, bent on human rights and uh, equality. And when they see the U.N., 85% of the U.N. resolutions are against Israel, they think, wow, Israel is a bad country. So we have to expose the structure of the U.N., the automatic, tyrannic, automatic Arab majority, which really renders the U.N. as a rubber stamp. So what I want to say is, well, it's not the Israel which is bad, it's the U.N. and the U.N. structure. And indeed, and you mentioned, Nachon, there was no uh, condemnation for you know, this massacre in Darfur right. or in Bosnia and now in Syria. And, of course, women's rights, which are being abused so uh, uh, widely in Saudi Arabia, gay rights in Iran, and you name it all over. And only Israel is on the focus, and they have to understand that it's not because of us. It's because this is part of the political war against us. And the U.N., as we talk about BDS, these boycotts, divestment, sanctions on Israel, the U.N. today is one of the biggest delegitimization uh, uh, organs against Israel. Danny Ayalon, Ambassador Ayalon, is with us live via telephone. I'll just again remind everybody that the uh, truth about the U.N. will be presented next hour 
between 9 and 10 this morning with Mayor Weingarten on our stream at jmnam.org. Well, I, uh, y- you have a habit, Ambassador Ayalon, of, uh, of matching up, or I should say, um, uh, uh, associating with some of my favorite, uh, organizations and places. Uh, when you joined Nefesh Benefesh, I was in seventh heaven. You were an amazing spokesman for Aliyah from North America. Uh, the R movement in the Negev and the Galilee, uh, an amazing, an incredible uh, effort that's being made to uh, really expand uh, the um, uh, the uh, residential areas of Israel, which is a great effort. And now Yeshiva University—it's amazing. You <laughs> one one after the other, you're 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 staying with some of my favorite institutions. How did this begin? Where President Joel and yourself felt this was a good match? Yes. Well, uh, President uh, Richard Joel is a very good friend of mine. Uh, we have known each other for many years when he was still the great president of uh, the Hillel. And uh, also, uh, we sent our kids to the same uh, Moshava camp uh, uh, in the summertime. Right. So we go a long way. And when the offer came, I didn't hesitate. Uh, Yeshiva is um, the most important uh, Jewish institution uh, outside of Israel really a center of excellence in, in terms of academic studies, but also in terms of the uh, Jewish continuity and uh, Jewish uh, morality. And uh, uh, this is such an important organization, which really I am very proud uh, to be part of. And uh, some of the things that you're involved with academically, some of the topics, some of the courses that you've been asked to address include what? Well, the course is called the States Statecraft, and I teach about Israel foreign policy, and uh, there is a lot to talk about. <laughs> That's uh, for of sure. Of course, uh, <laughs> I'm also doing some workshops with the students uh, here, and uh, it's really not only fun, it's really very rewarding because um, Yeshiva has uh, not only best faculty, but also great, great students, uh, very, very uh, informed and motivated and uh, it is really a real pleasure. So it's a good crop of academicians, huh? <laughs> Absolutely. And as you mentioned, you know, I uh, like to go in and out of government. I think it's important because it's uh, really empowering and, and making uh, a politician a better one if he can see all facets of society, not just from the perspective of the government. And today governments are, are quite weak, unfortunately, for many reasons. Uh, they may have budgets but no funds, so there is a... So you have to privatize. Just as I joined Nefesh Benefesh, we privatized basically Aliyah. Right. Because the government didn't do a good job. And now it's a matter of uh, helping Jewish education, Jewish continuity, and also helping uh, uh, Hasbara and advocacy with the truth about Israel. Uh, no question about it. Ambassador, the students want to know if you're a tough grader. What should the, <laughs> what, what should the well, word be on the street about how you grade the... Uh... <laughs> Nahum, this is a very timely question, as this week is the weeks of the, the finals. Oh, my so, gosh. So, <laughs> a lot of but, nervous students out there. <laughs> but given, given the fact that I see the students, as how they participate, how well-informed they are, I'm very, very... Uh, optimistic about uh, good grades. One thing we do know when it comes to the UN, you're a tough grader, that's for sure. No question Absolutely. about that. But it's a fair one. I am a fair grader. Yeah, that's true as well. Uh, we love having you on the show. I thank you so much for joining us. And uh, a, few, a, a, a little bit late, but I say welcome to Yeshiva University and Todaraba for joining us this morning. Thank you so much. Ambassador Danny Ayalon, he's part of Yeshiva University at this point has been associated, as uh, both he and I mentioned, with some amazing organizations and, of course, member of government uh, for the State of Israel for many, many years. JM and the AM Monday, special guests from Manhattan Day School will be joining us coming up and plenty more 
on a Monday broadcast at JM and the M. Let me wrap up this segment by wishing a big Mazal Tov to the hundreds of students who yesterday officially received their ordination from Yeshiva University. The Chagas Smicha took place up at Reitz at YU officially yesterday. You'll recall my conversation with Ray Penner in our studio last week. We say Mazal Tov to all the hundreds of students and, of course, the amazing faculty and Rabbanim up at Yeshiva University. JM and the AM at 13 minutes after 8 o'clock.
What a tune from Eighth Day, huh? Unbelievable. They'll be with us at Legendary Destinations down in Cape Coral, Florida for the holiday of Pesach. They're among uh, an amazing list, including Soul Farm and Freddie Roman and magician Ben Cohen and Jew in the City, Allison Josephs, and special guests who are all going to be part of this. It's a great fundraiser for us here at JM&AM. If you're thinking of last-minute Pesach arrangements, consider the Western Cape Coral Resort starting on Sunday, the 13th of April. You can call 212-971-9750, 212-971-9750. Make sure to mention JM in the AM. Well, our friends at Manhattan Day School have a very big weekend coming up this weekend. That is an understatement. Their dinner is always spectacular and always uh, features some great people, but this year especially, uh, it is really an amazing celebration. Manhattan Day School has their annual scholarship dinner, which will honor guests of honor, Tamar and Eric Goldstein. The Charles and Els Bentheim Distinguished Service Award will be given to Bluma Snyder. And the Lifetime Faculty Service Award, and I bet that there are hundreds of people in my audience that know this name, maybe thousands at this point, Rabbi Chaim Gold, an absolute legend in the world of Torah education, and we will discuss that and the distinction being given Rabbi Gold uh, during this conversation. It's all happening this coming Sunday at the school itself, at Manhattan Day School on West 75th Street in New York City. You are all invited. We'll give you the information, phone number, etc., and tell you how to reserve and how to pay tribute to the honorees. One of the things that MDS, and I've been an MDS parent now, oh my gosh, for longer, longer than anybody would want me to uh, acknowledge. It's been a long time. Uh, one of the things about MDS, they always have an incredible uh, president leading them. And I think if I go back from the very first president uh, that I remember in uh, my tenure there, our family's tenure there, all the way until today, that is an accurate statement. And Daniel Posner, the president of Manhattan Day Schools, in fact, in our studio this morning here at JM and the AM, and it's a delight to welcome you here. Good morning. Thank you for having me here. It is a big weekend for MDS. What did you say? It's fantastic. We've got, as you mentioned, we've got a wonderful group of honorees this year. It's it's really uh, an amazing event. Uh, we've got our, our chairman of our dinner, Sharon and Sinclair Haberman, Lauren and Mitchell Presser. Oh, very nice. Uh, and we have a, a wonderful group of tribute chairs in Rabia and Oliver Mitchell, Sherry Sussman and Josh Goldberg and Charlotte and Joel Carter. They've just put together an amazing event for this Sunday night. Well, a big thank you and congratulations to all of them for being involved and for uh, making it what will no doubt be a very successful dinner. What do you think, and and this I bet a lot of people out there who are with schools, both high schools and uh, elementary schools, would love to get your perspective. What What did you think of the move to take the dinner into the school building? Did you think that was a... A good move looking back. It's been already, what, three, four years that it's been like this, right? It's a few years that we've been in our building, and it's been just great. We actually spent, uh, a few years ago, we really renovated the entire building from, right. from bottom to top. Uh, we spent a lot of money in it, and it's turned out to be unbelievable facility for us on the Upper West Side. As you know, we're an Orthodox day school that caters to a wide spectrum of, of uh, Jews, not just on the Upper West Side, but, right. as you know, the Lower East Side, Brooklyn, uh, Westchester area, Even Jersey. Long Island, Jersey, and, and really it's because of the diverse offerings that we have, everything from our special education program all the way up to our enrichment programs that are really just state-of-the-art, and uh, we're able to have a very strong academic environment along with a real warm, warm environment that really uh, attracts 
a wonderful, diverse group of people. So on my point, if you're wondering if you could have a comfortable dinner in the building, the answer is yes. <laughs> we certainly can. Now, now, this is an unbelievable year. We've got, uh, as you mentioned, great, great honorees. Oh, boy. And we are expecting a fantastic group of people. This will be our largest dinner and most successful dinner in our in our school's history. Wow. Um, of course, for those of you that, that still want to join, we'd love to have you. And you can you can uh, go onto the website at www.mdsdinner.com. Um, and learn even a little bit more about the honorees, but I'd love to spend some time talking about Oh, we will. We'll get to them in a second. I have great. There are a couple of great stories involved uh, intertwined with this dinner. Daniel Posner is here, president of the Manhattan Day School. Um, at some point in the last few years, I guess after at some point when Rabbi Besser took over as principal, I don't remember exactly what year it was. Thirteen the, years ago. Thirteen years ago. So at some point, I don't know, maybe it was ten years ago or somewhere around then, the school enjoyed a, just an explosion in population. Is it, it Has your tenure basically seen the numbers stable where they've been since you started? We've continued to increase the number of so students So it does every continue year. to grow up. Yeah, we're over uh, we're close up. to 560 students, uh, preschool through eighth grade. Uh, our students are uh, north of all, all of our students, nearly all of our students get into their uh, high school of their choices. We're amongst the most... Uh, select, highly selected and sought after students in the New York City area. So it's it's a great place to educate your child. The the, the, the slogan of our school is Chanoch Lenar Al Pidarko, and the, the theme for this dinner is educating the leaders of tomorrow. And we really take that very seriously. Our, our, we know that our students are going to be the leaders of the Jewish community uh, years down the line, and we have our graduates are really all over the world. Uh, they have uh, a lot of wonderful things to say about. Well, our the founders of the school, I mean, and some of whom are we mentioned, you know, tied into the names of these awards, uh, would be very proud of that because I'm sure that was one of the things they were looking for when the, when it all started was Jewish leadership, and certainly uh, you're continuing that tradition without a doubt, without a doubt. Uh, Daniel Posner's here. He's the principal. The principal. He's the, he almost gave you another tough job. He's the president of Manhattan Day School. Are you a West Sider? Where are you I from? I'm an Upper West Sider. You're an Upper West Sider. Yes, I've been living here for 20 years. I, I'm originally from Detroit, so I'm an ah, out-of-towner. So you're an out-of-towner who, who does appreciate, I guess, a good Jewish day school, right? Uh, I, mean, yeah. I don't know what Detroit does or doesn't have. I just uh, We had some slim pickings in Detroit. Right. In the New York City area, fortunately, we have fantastic options uh, at all levels, but uh, we really raised the bar at MDS. All right. So it must be interesting for you watching your kids going through this New York experience as opposed to out of town. Again, nothing against out of town, but we know, as you just said, that there are a lot of offerings here that are simply remarkable. They really are. My kids uh, My kids are all born in New York, and it's really the only place that we'd consider for our kids. Do you agree with me that, that hundreds, if not thousands, in this audience have heard of the name Rabbi Chaim Gold? It's definitely thousands. Uh, he's had an impact <laughs> on literally thousands of students, and we've been getting letters and emails from all over the world. He started what year? He started literally, this is his 50th year in education. Five zero. Now, I don't know too many people that can keep the same job for 50 years. That's I don't true. know. You've been doing this for how long? For a long time. Yeah, just 30 years? 50, yeah. 30 years? Think about doing that for another 20 years. We're actually, this year we've announced that we're naming a classroom, the classroom that he teaches Torah in every day to his students, we're naming it, the, we're renaming it the Rav Gold Beit Medrash. Because the kids know it is his room anyway. They know this is his room, uh, and, and we're, we're going to have a big plaque there that's, that says Rav Gold's Beit Medrash. And, uh, you know, we're really, we're actually 
trying to outreach to any, you know, when he started teaching yeah. 50 years ago, there really wasn't an Internet, right? That's for sure. And uh, so we're looking for all of those alumni, and we've already reached out to many of them who have sent us wonderful letters, and we're putting together a tribute package for him. So for anybody out there who, who knows Rav Chaim Gold and has a connection to him, would like to send us letters, please send uh, us an email at goldtribute at mdsweb.org yeah. or or Rabbi Gold Tribute at mdsweb.org. Rabbi or, Gold Tribute at mdsweb.org. Yes. Any student wants to write. And he'll see all these tributes, and I'm sure he'll he will love them. We're putting a huge package together for him, um, and, and it's it's just great to have all these alumni with such warm feelings about Rabbi Chaim Gold and tell us about them. So here's the story I love to tell. I told you that there's some great stories intertwined with this coming Sunday night's event. Here's the story I love to tell. I think it was in 2005. I accompanied the seventh grade uh, 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 boys who went to Israel. Some of the boys in seventh grade went to Israel with Rabbi Schwartz. And um, Rabbi Schwartz takes us to a Hasidic Rebbe in B'nai Brak. And the boys are meeting this Hasidic Rebbe and uh, unbeknownst to us, he speaks English, which was great. And he says, where are you from? And they say, Manhattan Day School. He says, oh, do you have Rabbi Gold? <laughs> and they go, what? <laughs> well, I had Rabbi Gold. This Hasidish Rebbe grew up on the west side. That's hysterical. And in fact was a student of Rabbi Gold. I believe his first year in MDS. Rabbi Gold's first year at MDS. So <laughs> the ripple effect of his Torah education is vast. That's amazing. <laughs> no, so that, I think you might be referring to the Kuznetsov Rebbe. Correct, that's right. And he actually has a shtibel now in the Upper West Side. That's what we've And he's heard. attracting literally dozens and dozens of, of so wonderful young... So he's Rabbi Gold's young, Talmud. And he's a Talmud of Rabbi Gold and an MDS graduate. So our can, we grad, him, can we get him to come to the dinner? <laughs> uh, we're we're going to have some of our students visit him. It, it might be... We'll, we'll, we, we've invited him. We'll, we definitely would like him to come. Um, but our our students and our graduates really range from oh rebbes and and Russia yeshiva to you know very very strong professionals across business and partners and in, in law firms and accounting firms and, and hedge fund managers. No question about it, and that's why we say that if you were touched and uh, and really affected by the incredible teaching of Rabbi Chaim Gold at any point in the last half a century. Uh, you can help pay tribute to him this coming Sunday night. He will receive the Lifetime Faculty Service Award. I cannot think of anyone else in that building who deserves it more than him, frankly. He's amazing. He really is amazing. <laughs> and it should be a very special night. I mean, I, like I said, there are a lot of great sections to Sunday night's dinner. I'm sure you're preparing uh, uh, for the program. And this one's going to be very special. I mean, this one's going to be a really touching tribute, I'm sure. So everybody out there, if you're among the hundreds or thousands, who knows Rabbi Chaim Gold? One more time with the email address. It's Rabbi R- Rabbi Gold Tribute at mdsweb.org. Rabbi Gold Tribute at mdsweb.org. If you are somebody who is in his class, contact MDS this week. They'd love to see you at the dinner, but at the minimum, toss in a word or two uh, in tribute to Rabbi Gold if um, if you'd like. I think it's a great idea. This coming Sunday night, it's the Manhattan Day School. Uh, 71st Annual Scholarship Dinner. We mentioned that Tamar and Eric Goldstein are guests of honor. Uh, he actually served as president at one point, correct? Uh, Eric Goldstein has yeah. been uh, a member of our board for 13 or 14 years now, and he was co-president for six years and now is chairman of the board. Right. And for those who follow the news, he's... He just keeps escalating in terms of positions in the Jewish community. Eric is a headliner, and we're extraordinarily proud of him. Uh, as you know, he's taken on the CEO. He will be taking on the CEO role uh, for the UJA Federation of New York. Right. And uh, No small task. A huge task. Uh, he, a partner at Paul Weiss for, for 30 years and moving into the world of 
Jewish community service. I mean, that to, to us is just, we feel incredibly warm, and, uh, and it's an incredible Kiddush Hashem for all of us. Are the Goldsteins excited about Sunday night? They often seem to be the people who don't like the spotlight exactly, as difficult as that might be to believe with somebody with this high-profile position. They but. probably wouldn't want me, <laughs> want me talking about them at all, of course, and, and they, probably, they shy away from any kind of publicity. Um, and, and, of course, if, if you're looking to shy away from publicity, you probably don't want to take the job as CEO of... of uh, <laughs> of a wonderful organization like UJA Federation, but that's, of course, what they've done because, right. because, they're, because they really have a wonderful uh, connection and really want to give back, and that's what really what they've done and what they continue to do, and they're a wonderful role model for all of our, not only for our entire community, but also for our children and all f- for our students in Manhattan Day School. Who got to twist their arms for the, uh, for the honor Sunday night? Was that you, or oh, you left it to other people? To I, think we'll, uh, I think I'll take the fifth on that. <laughs> But um, <laughs> we're, we're, we're thrilled that Tamar and Eric uh, have accepted uh, uh, be, being our guest of honor for Sunday night. So they will be, be great, guests great of honor. Tamar and Eric Goldstein, we wish them very special mazel tov. And we mentioned the Ben Time Distinguished Service Award. Bluma Snyder, who has been a presence in MDS also for quite a long time. She's been a parent there, has two, two children, one who's a graduate and another who's graduating. She has an unbelievable story. Uh, Bluma suffered a stroke. Uh, approximately 10 weeks after after marriage and had permanent challenges. Um, and through that, she's been able to really persevere uh, with a bright smile that you see every morning. Um, she's very involved in the school, putting together our Tehillim group. Um, she's actually a professional shadchan, having made several sh- shad- uh, you know, really uh, pairs and shadchan. <laughs> uh, and she's done an amazing job. And she's just a light and inspirational to, to everyone. Uh, her story is pretty remarkable, and for those who uh, would like some inspiration about how sometimes life challenges you with tough situations and, you know, can I get through them, they may want to hear uh, her story this coming Sunday night. I'm sure that uh, uh, whether it's her or whether it's uh, those who will be presenting the award, people will be able to get a good perspective on what she's gone through, you, right? You can see her story at mdsdinner.com. Oh, it's on the web? It's on the web, and as well as all the information about all of our honorees and about the school. Uh, and we'd love to have you there if you can make it. Again, if you're if you're Talmud of Rabbi Chaim Gold, who's been teaching for 50 years, we'll see the Rav Gold Beit Medrash. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to, as we put together our tribute book, we really want to have everyone who's, who was affected by Rabbi Gold to uh, to let him know that. This a lot is the of opportunity. A lot of people have been working very hard to uh, to make this a great dinner. Everybody, information. What's the best way to, we mentioned the web, what's the uh, school phone number, the best way for people to reserve via telephone? Oh, here it is, 212-376-6390. Speak with Daphne at area code 212-376-6390. You can also email dinner at mdsweb.org, dinner at mdsweb.org. It's a historic night coming up Sunday at Manhattan Day School. It's actually in the school building itself. The Goldsteins, Bluma Snyder of Echaim Gold, all among the honorees. Daniel Posner, president of MDS, is in our studio here at JM in the AM. What can you tell us about this school year specifically? Anything brand new? Any developments? I know I'll be there. I think it's this Friday. The third grade has a major presentation going on in the school. Well, so. we, we've always <laughs> got great things going on in the school. We've got our uh, – you're going to be there for uh, a, a Rashi play? Yeah, the big Rashi the celebration. Big Rashi celebration. That's huge. Are you kidding? Uh, We've got special celebrations uh, literally every day, pretty much every week, whether it's your Rashi celebration or Chumash plays or 
it, it's, it, sometimes it can become Broadway productions there. Um, With some but, of your teachers, by the way, that's true. Without no, a doubt. No joke. Without a doubt. We've got, um, we've got some really exciting things going on, some really new areas, especially in the area of innovation. This year we've, uh, we've, we've uh, included an iPad program, and, and we've developed a huge amount of technology infrastructure in the school, and we'll be continuing to expand our technology program in the school throughout the middle school, uh, where all the students are using iPads on a daily basis and everything from their secular subjects to their Judaic subjects, and really using that to to organize, to really develop, and each more individualized learning, and to be able to enable them to excel to, to in each and to their own way. So as society continues to advance, the school is going to be exactly parallel to that. We're not going to fall behind at all. Whatever everyone else is doing, we're going to make sure to stay at the uh, at the same level. No, I think it's not just staying where everyone else is. It's really being at the cutting edge. You know, our focus is really, you know, staying at status quo is not acceptable for us. Every year we look for ways to improve and ways to where we can do as well as better than other schools. And we're not just looking at other Jewish schools. We're looking at other secular schools and figuring out what are best practices out there. What are people doing to educate their children? How are they thinking about education in different ways that we've been doing before? Technology is one of the ways that enables us to do that in a really specialized way for our students. I would guess over 90% of what's new or innovative or brand new for a school year in a school has to do with technology at this point, right? Well, a lot of what's new is technology, but technology is simply just a tool that enables us to, to teach in different ways. And it also enables students who learn in different ways. You and I might learn very different ways. I might be a visual learner. You might be more of a, a reading learner. Uh, and by you know, by having technology that enables each of the students to, to learn in the way that they can learn best, that really enables each of them to progress in a way um, that just one teacher at the front of the classroom can't necessarily do. So technology enables us to deliver things in ways that we never believed would before. And uh, we think that we want to be uh, a leader in this area at Manhattan Day School, and we've developed the tools and the infrastructure and the leadership to be able to execute on that. I expressed this recently with another guest. I don't know how the teachers today keep up with this, that they literally have to remember exactly what track or what system each and every student needs. It was bad enough when you tried to remember 30 years ago, you know, everyone's grades or how they were progressing, you know, in the specific subject. Now you need to remember how they best learn and what's the best strategy for well, that. It, well, the technology enables you right. to be able to, to learn that. But I think what we're seeing today is really, I think we're in an interesting time in history right now where often the students know more about technology than the teachers. And what we see in the classroom is this wonderful dynamic where the students actually are showing the teachers <laughs> how things work and how best to... I thought that only to, happens uh, at home. <laughs> <laughs> it certainly happens at home. I can tell you that from personal experience. Yeah, trust me. That's but it also happens in the classroom. So that's a great thing. Uh, it, it Was it difficult for someone like yourself in the business world, I would guess 90% of your working day, to adjust to all this information that you need about education, about schooling, about buildings, in order to take this job as president? Uh, this is one of my passions. Uh, Jewish education, to me, is, is that's really what uh, it's got to be our focus. It's really what's going to make or break us in the next decades. Um, and so to me, it's a, it's a work of love. I really enjoyed doing it and being involved. And uh, what we're seeing is just a wonderful outpouring from our parent body who have, uh, are just excited about things that are going on in the school. They're involved in our school. They want to they help when I call them to get them involved in our new committees, whether it's things like real estate related or, or other committees, our green committee or our nutrition committee. And um, they all have really exciting things going on at our school 
um, every day and every week. Let's make a deal right now. Please don't recommend me for the nutrition committee. I think you're on it. Uh, really? I'm already on it? I, I didn't have a chance to say no? <laughs> have you prepared your remarks yet for Sunday night? Uh, I have not prepared my remarks for Sunday. Because I thought, I remember, that, I I thought from this discussion I'd have some kind of wonderful revelation that it would, would enable me to get some you, great you, remarks for, you would for refer- Sunday night. If you would reference this dialogue, it would be flattering. Thank Without you so much. Without a doubt, we'll talk about Jamie and Anne. Because we're going to get a plug at the dinner. I don't know if it was last year or the year before. Was last year your first year as president? Of last the year was my first year as president. And so I was there, and it was a a very passionate speech. I mean, there is no question that the passion you just described in terms of your passion being Jewish education worried about the future and doing what we can to ensure the Jewish future. That that came out from what you said that night. So that's why I ask if your remarks are prepared already, because you've got to you. You live up to what happened last year. Well, you know, we had a wonderful video that we put together. That Actually, good, my wife yeah. is very, very involved in that, and uh, she did a great, great job Gosh, in, in really powerful. bringing out uh, our alumni and where they are and what they're doing and how excited they are about Manhattan Day School. We just many of our alumni have just this wonderful, warm feeling towards being a student at MDS and being in this great environment where you feel really connected in a warm environment. Now, that was an amazing video, one that I would hope is still available out there. People can see it on the website, I hope. I hope it's out you there. Know, it we're, was so we're brilliant. We're actually going to be making it available at the dinner, so we'll show it as you're coming in. You'll be able oh, to take a look good. at the video again. And we're thinking about ways to make that uh, more available to others. Now, I had an interesting encounter that you'll appreciate. I may even have told you this at some point. I, it, it was David Brooks in that video, right? Isn't David Brooks in the New York Times, an MDS graduate? Am I think, who am I thinking Joel of? Joel Berger. Joel Berger. Oh, Joel Berger. Excuse me. I'm thinking David Brooks. Joel Berger of the New York Times is in that video as he a Manhattan is. Day he School is. graduate. And in that video, I don't know if you remember what he does, but he has a, a routine there. I was privy to that routine before the video came out. I am standing one night. I was emceeing a, a mayoral forum in Brooklyn, and he comes over to me, and we start schmoozing, and I and, and somehow we got to the topic of Manhattan Day School. I have no idea how. It always I, comes around. It's unbelievable. And I mentioned Manhattan Day School, and he, and he also, I think, either mentioned, well, no, he didn't mention Rabbi Gold, but he mentioned, he mentioned the old MDS. He was in the old building, et cetera, et cetera. And he says, should I prove to you that I went to Manhattan Day School? I said, yeah. And he says, Hashkedi. Uh, <laughs> and he starts, because I think in the video <laughs> also. Exactly. Uh, I think, yeah, he I, sings that right. in the video. It's hysterical. <laughs> it's unbelievable the number of people you've had who got onto prominent positions, as you said, both in Jewish life and in secular life and uh, all across the board. It's really amazing. It is. Uh, Daniel Posner, I greatly appreciate you being here and wish you... A Mazal Tov. Please accept our congratulations for the honorees and for the entire MDS family for this coming Sunday night. I'm sure it's going to be a remarkable event. I will one more time encourage anybody who had the fortune of being in the class of Rabbi Chaim Gold. Uh, It's 50 years that they are commemorating with the Lifetime Faculty Service Award this coming Sunday night. And uh, it's Rabbi Gold Tribute. Rabbi Gold Tribute at mdsweb.org. They want to hear from you. So they can include your remarks, your uh, uh, your feelings uh, to, toward Rabbi Gold in the tribute book that they will be handing him this coming Sunday night. So it's again, it's Rabbi Gold tribute at mdsweb.org. Dinner information, reservations, etc. Two one two three seven six six three nine zero two one two three seven six six three nine zero. Manhattan Day School continues to flourish, and this coming Sunday night, as you heard, it'll be their most successful dinner ever. 
Thank you so much. Good luck Sunday night. I'm Thank sure, you so much I'm for sure having me. I'm sure your address will be amazing. It will be fantastic. <laughs> there you go. Fantastic. Enjoy the dinner. Daniel Posner, he is president of Manhattan Day School. I thank him for joining me here on a Monday morning at JM in the AM.
J.M. and the A.M. Mikimi done by Shlomi Daskal before that God Elbaz with Hashem Melech. Uh, again, a mazel tov to everybody in Manhattan Day School. I thank Daniel Posner for joining us this morning, president of MDS, and to Rabbi Besser, Mrs. Melzer, Rabbi Yablok. Um, everybody, a very special mazel tov on the Sunday night's event. And I'm tossing in an extra special mazel tov to Chavi Khan. 
because I mentioned uh, during our conversation this morning that there was an explosion of uh, population um, at Manhattan Day School a few years back, and uh, it is well known that she was one of the key people that uh, was involved in the uh, population growth of the school. So I say Kolak Avod, and I thank her and wish her a mazel tov as well. It's Monday at JM in the AM with 23 degrees. Holy cow, it's cold. 15 is the wind chill. High today, only 37. Tomorrow night, we may get some snow. Holy cow, could you imagine? We may have snow tomorrow night. One to three inches. That's what they're talking about. Uh, Mayor Weingarten has an amazing edition of the Israel Show coming up. Nine o'clock, just minutes from now on our stream at jmtheam.org. Ben Shapiro is his guest. Radio talk show host, author, Harvard Law School graduate, kippah-wearing Ben Shapiro is Mayor Weingarten's guest between 9 and 10 this morning. Hasbara highlights on the truth about the U.N. with former Ambassador Danny Ayalon, who we had on the air earlier. Udi Davidi's brand new album and a whole bunch more. It's all happening on this stream starting at 9 o'clock this morning. Uh, make sure to like the Israel Show uh, page on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash the Israel Show. Make sure to like that page. This way you'll be up to date on everything that the mayor posts regarding the Israel Show. Hey, I got an amazing call just a couple of minutes ago. An amazing phone call. I want to take this opportunity to wish the Berman family on the Lower East Side a very special Mazel Tov. Uh, Miriam Berman became a Kala, a Mazel Tov going out to Achani and Yosef Berman, and, of course, to um, uh, Shmuel and Malki Tropper of Flatbush, the grandparents. Um, Miriam is engaged to Yosef Lightman of Baltimore, Maryland, son of Victor and Esther Lightman down in Baltimore. And uh, an extra special Mazel Tov to the Lightmans in Elizabeth, New Jersey, as well. So Miriam Berman, Yosef Lightman, Mazel Tov, and... And Chani told me that the VART is tomorrow night starting at 7 p.m. at the Orenstein Building on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. And everybody's invited. That's what she said. The entire audience is invited. So get set for that, everybody. Come on into the Lower East Side tomorrow night and celebrate. We say Mazal Tov to the Bermans and Lightmans from all of us here at JM in the AM. Nine minutes before 9 o'clock as we continue with Moshe Laufer on a Monday morning at JM in the AM.
That's Moshe Laufer here at JM in the AM. Chabad with Moshe Laufer, Volume 2 is the name of that CD. want to thank the close to 750 people who were there yesterday at the Kojo Flatbush Breakfast. It was uh, quite a crowd, to say the least. A lot of honorees and uh, a very um, a very spirited crowd, to say the least. It was really an amazing gathering in Flatbush, Brooklyn. And a big uh, thank you again, as we said earlier, to Larry Spivak, Leon Goldenberg, Mike Zakheim, everybody who made it a uh, very successful event. The staff at Kojo, Flopbush, or Ipikus, of course. I uh, want to wish a Mazal Tov. This, this I got from one of our listeners, believe it or not, down in Florida. Mazal Tov to brother and sister-in-law, Rabbi Shimon and Hani Lawrence of Staten Island, celebrating an anniversary Hope you have a wonderful sunny South Florida day and wish you many years of good health, simcha, and nachas from your family. That comes from Sina and Ira down in uh, Florida. They're enjoying better weather than we're having, I can guarantee you that. <laughs> Unless you really like the cold weather and you like the possibility of snow at the end of March. Avramo, Avram Fried, wraps up a Monday for us at JM in the AM. A reminder right after JM in the AM. The Israel Show, Mayor Weingarten, with special guest Ben Shapiro. It's all happening between 9 and 10 this morning, right after JM and the AM on jmandtheam.org. Brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. That'll wrap up a Monday for us at JM and AM. Thanks to all of our special guests, including Ambassador Ayalone, who was with us in the 8 o'clock hour. Stay tuned. Mayor Weingarten and the Israel Show with special guest Ben Shapiro coming up now between 9 and 10 Eastern time on the stream at jmandam.org. Great music all day long on our stream after that. Make sure to be tuned in all through the day on our incredible Jewish music stream. Tomorrow we're back. We will start at uh, 6 a.m. Make sure to join us. Have a fabulous Monday. Until tomorrow, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember to pass, live the present, and trust the future.